The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussions. I'm, I'm concerned, Kev. Did you get thrown out of Raw the other night? I, th- I thought maybe you showed up backstage and, and were oh, asked to leave. Was was not me. Okay. Yeah. I have my workers wrong. Uh, <clears throat> click this, the Kevin Nash Podcast. I'm Sean. He's Kevin. Uh, you know that because you're here. Plus, we have our names conveniently underneath our, our pictures. Yes, we do, we do. Well, you know, some people listen. I always forget that. I'm such a. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a, so do I. I apparently, I'm a, yeah. I, I'm a. I'm a visual guy. You know, but yeah, who would want to see us? If you're one of those folks listening, you, you should do both. You should listen on your way to work, then when you get home, put it on so you can see our uh, our lovely faces. This is a yeah, good show to be here. We have uh, we have a, a very exciting announcement for everybody next week. Um, uh, not next week. Uh, later in the show about. Um, Ted Cruz is being prosecuted? (laughs) Not yet. I'll look in my crystal ball and see if that's happening. Uh, Prison being built on Disney ground by DeSantis? No, that's not the announcement. Um, But we'll we'll talk about it later on. Uh, Suffice it to say, if you're excited that... DeSantis uh, changing his last name to Mussolini. That's not happening. (laughs) Happened already. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's something that... Click This is going to the next level. We're definitely going 2.0. We will tell you all about it later on how are you this week good good week for kevin nash uh i gotta travel tomorrow man i just um so i gotta travel. big flight tonight. tomorrow yeah like a big, I, have to, I have to put on my big boy um travel uh the thing is too i've got like a, i've got like when I, I i leave daytona beach and i get to atlanta and i have like oh god i want to think i've got 59 minutes to get and i'll probably land in b to get to f to take a 10-hour flight to amsterdam and then amsterdam to uh to manchester how uh, on a 10-hour flight at what point at what hour mark it does it become too much like is it like can you do that, that, six hours comfortably before you start itching in your skin? I, I'm. You know what? The hardest part of travel to me is. I think it's the same as is when you when you're a worker, like, man, like getting to the fucking town and doing all like all this shit. Like once you once you fucking they, you hear your music and you go through the curtain. It's man, that's like, it's done. Now you're just gonna you're going out there, and if you, especially with one of your buddies, and it's a good house, you're just going out there and having fucking fun. Uh, and it's the same as travel. So like, like psychologically, when you take that hold, like I haven't even started packing yet. So when I take like that, I take that whole slice and I put that in my brain, 
And then I fucking just mix a fucking a teaspoon of OCD on top of that. Mm. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then, of course, the easiest thing to do is, like, well, I just won't go. Fuck it, I'll bail. You know, but then do you, you medicate? Say, huh? Do you medicate? When I, when I, no, no. No, because what'll happen is I'll miss that fucking, I'll miss that connection. <laughs> and I'll be fucking stoned out of my mind. And I'll, I'll be sitting in the airport over in the corner fucking, <laughs> you know. Yeah, just maybe a little, a, a little maybe a Xanax perhaps. Or, or oh, something. I mean, that's, those are, but I, you know, those are, those are to, to bring the uh, landing gear down at the end of the day. Those right. aren't. Those aren't uh, okay. Yeah, I got. And like, I don't. And I don't drink. Like on a, on a trip like this, like the worst thing you can do is drink, because mm. you'll dehydrate and you'll fight, fucking kill you. So I got, I got this shit here that's got colostrum and fiber and I mean it's electrolytes. So I'll drink and I'll and I'll bring. You know, I'll have enough to drink probably two or three quarts of that. It's like big boy yeah. breast milk. It sounds like you got there with the colostrum. Well, the colostrum, man. Like, have you noticed my fucking my hair's getting darker? I gotta start colostrum now. This it's fucking colostrum. My my hair's grown. It's grown. It's grown back more. My hair is thicker than it was, and my I've got fucking I got dark shit. In my fucking beard. I was trying the um, the bull semen for a while. I was told it was good, but. Uh... Got kicked in the face a few times. <laughs> yeah, that was the end of that, real fast. Now, fi- finally, we get the fucking story on the hard way. <laughs> t- t- takes a couple weeks, but that's all right. You did a good job, right? Not bad. The stitches. Uh, that'll be. Uh, you want a little bit, man? That won't be bad. Want a little? It gives a little yeah. character, maybe yeah. a little. Yeah. Like the slaughter gig we watched last night. Oof. Uh, okay, feedback uh, from last week. Pseudonym1821 said, I never realized that I did this, but I listen to the podcast while I'm working my 9 to 5. But whatever I'm doing, once it gets to the end, I stop what I'm doing, walk over to my phone, and wait for the ending song and the 4T graphic. It hits me in the same way uh, that the chorus of Bulls on Parade hits me. Must be the crescendo in T's singing voice. That's pretty cool to hear. Love that. You know what? I, mean, I love um, the, the, when it, when I see that when it, when when I see the, the show finish and that plays, and then it just goes silent. Like that's just you know. reminds you part of why you show up. Yeah, and, nice. it, and it was like you know we were we were in the we were in the studios last night. Uh, and you know to do it again tonight, so it's. You know, but this is this is you know like Wednesday. Like Tamara had a bad day today, so it's just like. She's generally, actually, generally Wednesdays. Yeah, Wednesdays. Yeah, Wednesday. She's more Tuesday, and I'm more Wednesday. Mm. But I think it's. It, it it's taken on a different life because I come down here on Wednesday. Right. You know, so it's. Do you, um, if as a couple, I don't know if it's too personal, but like, do you, do you guys prefer to kind of be alone in those moments, like to go through it, or do you need each other's support, or are you different, uh, each of you, uh, with that? I think we're, we're absolutely, we're both different, but I think each episode 
that each of us have is completely different because something can set it off something you know so it's just it, it's you know i i think that my wife says uh like her number one i, I would say is she's just says i just miss him so much you know it's just that and you know i'm i'm still like i just don't get it you know it's like why I feel like there's times that if, if I, and it's supposition, of course, I've never experienced this specific thing, but um, I think there's times I would just kind of want to peel off and kind of curl up and be away I, from people. Yeah, and, and, and I guarantee you that's one of the things that tomorrow probably at uh, 3.20 when I shut the door for the first one, where I'm going to, when you're going to the airport, yeah. When I climb, I'll climb inside my brain and, and put the fucking hurricane shutters down mm-hmm. and just chill the fuck out and not have any uh, communication with anybody. It'll, it'll be. It's, it, I'm actually looking forward to some, some some solitude and just some. And then when I get in there, it's just like I've got all day Friday off in Manchester. So I don't have to do fucking dick all. That's good. Uh, Satan Laughing says, uh, that assistant coach was Danny Abramowitz. He was a New Orleans Saint receiver from 1967 to 73. He was uh, the all-time leading receiver until Joe Horn and Marquez Colston came along. That's referring to the stiff one last week when Ditka (laughs) told him he wasn't coming back. Uh, sorry. On a hot mic. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Richard Albert always thought you and Scott coming in as managers of a new NWO stable would have been great. You and Kid could still pull it off. Would you ever be a manager? Who's your favorite manager ever? Uh, man, I, I don't want it. I don't want a, a weekly gig. <laughs> um, my favorite manager? Heenan. Yeah. Most important quality of a manager, what? The gift of gab? Or physicality? Uh, I mean, I tell you what, though, when I when I really think about it, like, I can't just, I used to just be able to say Bobby, but fucking Heyman's pretty goddamn good. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So Cor- clearly was, you look, Cornette the body good- is good. The physique is most important to you, clearly. Yeah, no, I mean, but Cornette was a hell of a manager. Yeah, he was. You know? He was. All right, our next partner has a product I have used. I use. Um, they've been with us for a while, and I remember the first time I drank Athletic Greens AG1. Okay, I did it initially myself because I had some gut issues that I wanted uh, to straighten out. And um, I was taking supplements. I was swallowing pill form supplements. But um, when this came along and I saw that I was going to be getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, I jumped on board. And I was talking to Kevin, and he jumped on board. He has his whole morning routine with the tea, and he's starting with the AG1 too. And... um, 
Listen, uh, not the worst byproduct is it actually tastes very good. Thank God. And the blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune health, energy, recovery, focus, and even aging. It's super healthy and tasty. It's got a very subtle tropical-like flavor. Um, I dig it. it. I made it part of my daily micro habit. Makes it easy to absorb key nutrients without modifying my daily diet throughout the day. I nail this first thing in the morning. It's the first thing I have. Then I move on to my tea, like my friend Nash does. Listen, lead a healthy lifestyle. Feel your best no matter what the day holds. One scoop, one minute, and one glass of water once a day, every day. Now, right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. One scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different things, pills, supplements to look out for your health. Now to make this easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. You throw in your bag and take on the road. Those of you watching, that's what you're seeing right there, the travel packs. I have those too. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash click, K-L-I-Q. Again, that is athleticgreens.com dot com slash click take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance thank you ag one jean-claude van damme jets pizza is absurdly popular in southeast michigan and pricey surprised nash didn't like it more it's good stuff and john thompson follows that up by saying jets is, well, this is the opposing view. Jets is cardboard piece of shit. Shots fired. By the way, oh, no, it's not. By the way, I want to love Little Caesars as much as Nash, but my local wooden hasn't been good since I was a kid like 20 years ago, and I live in Michigan too, so it hurts a little more that it sucks so bad. Big fan of Jets, both Jean-Claude and John. No, the one guy says sucked. Um... No, no, he he said he said um he said, he said, he said Jets, Jets is like, quote cardboard piece of shit shots fired you must have said that and he's firing shots oh at you for that. he's yeah. okay I see what you're saying yeah so uh, yeah I got now I gotta have one you you my interest has been piqued oh fuck man I just wait till we go up to Detroit I gotta, I gotta get you a good slice of you gotta get me that and then you gotta get me to the one the, that original that you told well, we'll me go the, the we'll oil go the original. deal yeah we'll go to the original one and we'll bring a fucking a Kevlar pack, of, a pack, a pack of fucking uh, camels and a fucking deck of cards and a cribbage board and we'll fucking yeah we'll make it a 1956 experience yeah, that's good I'll soak my nails in oil for a few days down here at Schaefer Corey Fields, that America, that Canada versus America angle was red hot. Brett got major heat in the U.S. and was praised like a returning hero all over the rest of the world. Listen, it worked for you. That's fine. I said I always saw that shit as cheap. I don't know, cheap heat. I'm not the. I, I mean, I'm not the fucking first one to invent that. Brett, but, Brett was was over because he got fucked. You know, I mean that 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 turned Brett heel, and it's just yeah. I don't know. I never got it. it it's the old adage, I, right? I, Nikolai and I Ivan. still say I still say fucking Brett is a babyface. He's a he's a good heel, but he's a great babyface. So we say it all the time. There's some people you can't turn. He's hard. You just can't. Steamboat. Just, you can never turn him. 
No. And there are others. Tony Garia, for God's sakes. Could never work here. You know who surprised me? And I'm getting deja vu, so I might have said it here. When Martel pulled it off. Because I thought yeah. he was a forever baby face. But he did that uh, the, the model, model deal. Yeah, yeah, he did the model. I guess you have to, it was the right thing, the, that arrogant kind of swishy thing. He couldn't play the badass heel, I guess. He would have had to do it as like kind of the uh, the pussy heel. Sounds like a body part. Yeah, I liked her a lot, but she had a pussy heel. What would that have looked like, I wonder? We'll talk about it when we sit at that pizzeria in Detroit. <laughs> nice yeah, and loud absolutely. so the table, so Bart and Phil next to us can join in. Talk about their wives' pussy heels. Sit down and have a Bud Light. (laughs) 14 minutes, and I've said pussy heel three times. Just pointing that out. Uh, Chewy. Did I ever get get the the fifth and final shit on somebody? somebody Somebody's shitting on the table, and the the guy underneath is turned on. Did I ever get the fifth one in on the show? No. No. Yeah, Wesley just said we're seven ads deep, so. If you watch it on YouTube, tell us what seven ads you've seen so far in the first yeah. 15 minutes. Those Belvita bars, boy, they are great. Chewy saying, imagine being a two-bit cat burglar and you round the corner to a seven-foot monster with the big, biggest kitchen knife in the house. And, a- it's, and you know that kitchen knife is dull as fuck, so you're, you're going to get bludgeoned by it. It's not going to be like... Not gonna get sliced by any means. It's gonna be like a. You, I might as well have a fucking uh, gardening spade in my hand. That's a callback to um, how what was the town for God's sakes? Help me. That I was in. Yeah. Of uh, Cortland. That Cor- was the uh, Western Pennsylvania. Oh no, no, that was Ohio. Yeah, but in Cor- Cortland's a great. I mean, they have a little uh, fucking roundabout that it's right. By, it's, uh, I think it's called Mosquito Lakes right there. It's a beautiful little area, fuck, you know, just it's just that, you know, you're the, the house just kind of sat in the middle of nowhere and yeah. Yeah, Good but pl- it was more Good it was more the place to die. Well, it was more the code. We're not shooting on the town. Yeah, it, it was, was more yeah, that no, the code yeah, was an accessible number. Yeah, I, I don't know if I, how many hotels. I mean, I don't give, give a fuck if it's a Ritz-Carlton when I when I go to bed at night and there's not a door. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I would have could, you know, sleep too soundly. So. But all, all in all, though, I didn't ask you this last week. You would do the Airbnb experience again? We already are. We're going. We're going back. Um, my um, my sister's wife, Gina, mm-hmm. who is a executive with Little Caesars, has hooked us up with a uh, skybox for the Tigers. Ah. Because Illich owns the Tigers and the Red Wings. And all the great square pizza you can eat, probably. I told her, I said, man, I said, I, I can't wait to fold me some fucking old school Little Caesars pizza. We had a pizza party last, like two years ago, at my sister's house, and it was all Little Caesars pizza out by the pool. And like, I'm thinking, like, I was just so geared for that, you know. Like go back to my childhood and, and and eat Little Caesars pizza. But have you told her that this has been a, a topic of discussion on your podcast for about? Oh six yeah, months? I t- yeah I tell I, yeah, as I said, you know, and that maybe this is why there's a lot of Little Caesars attention on 
Twitter after we started talking about the the Detroit Pie. This can't be coincidence. A Detroit boy giving a little love to the, the pizza he could walk down the street and, and, and purchase. Right. You know? Well, you were away. Um, you you did mention that um, your wife, your lovely wife, had the opportunity to watch the show or listen to the show, maybe, for the first time. Just a little of it. <laughs> Just between a couple of ads. She was yeah. able to catch some show. And uh, well, what was her critique? Did she have some advice for you? Did she have? Um, did she enjoy hearing you wax poetic on? We were talking about the giant Baba match. Maybe I don't know what we were talking about for the clips you watched, but yeah, I, no, she was just. I think she, she's more um, because it was uh, something T and I started, you know. So it was. I think it was just that it was. You know, we were up. We were up in Michigan, and we were up in you know with our friends in, in Pennsylvania. And T wasn't with us, and it was. I think it was kind of like a piece of tea. A, t- a touch to him. Yeah, That's I mean, it says. Yeah. I mean, it says four T on the on the on the top of the screen. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, we weren't talking about double team and be author or anything in the, in the clip. I no, no, no. Okay, very good. She, um, I mean, she, she knows <clears throat> this. I mean, it's it's this you know, it's a fucking you're doing a gig here. You're not, you know, like when I get serious. I mean, if it's something that. Um, you know, like I was talking about the the guy that went through the the surgery last uh, last episode. I mean, when, when I'm when I'm serious, I'm serious. But half the time, I'm just fucking around. I just you know. Oh yeah, I just uh, I just you know didn't want to give her the impression that uh, you know we weren't doing a classy show for the highly educated like we do. Sometimes we fall into a little toilet humor, like Vince. Uh, not, not, not everybody, you know, gets that fucking uh, that that PBS fucking vibe, you know. So <laughs> if I walk in, if I walk in, my my wife, I swear to God, is just like I walked in from uh, doing the show last night, and I knew that uh, the basketball game was on, and she just looked at me, and I looked at her, and we we just kind of. Both looked at the TV screen. And there's fucking some period piece from PBS. I'm like, she's like, I'm just gonna go to bed because I'm not watching fucking NBA basketball. She <laughs> goes, Jesus Christ. I said, I said, I, I said, let's watch. I said, let's watch like, like we've been watching this beach. Um, it's on. I think it's on. Uh, what is that? Good. I don't know what the fuck. Bash at the beach? No, it's uh, it's one of those home shows. But what they do is they go out. It's like it's. The, sh- the show originally was like Bargain Beach Hunters. Okay. That was the original show, and that was a half-hour show, and people would, you know, like for 500 you know, 1000 bucks, they'd try to find some place. That's why you end up in Galveston and places like that all the time that are the shits. But um, <laughs> not against anybody that lives in Galveston. I'm sure those fucking being the third row in a house on stilts has got to be beautiful looking out at your oil rig. Out in the fucking, out in the distance is a nice tanker landscape. Uh, skyline. Yeah, yeah. Fucking these couples out there, fucking, they're, they're they're playing cornhole, and in the background, it looks like a Death Star out in the middle of the water. <laughs> yeah, 
Sign me up to move in that motherfucker. What's the chance of there being an oil spill and it being in your lap in 30 seconds? But um, <laughs> the, the, so we watch the show now. It, it's it's the combination of, of not only bargain beach hunters, but it's renovation. Right. So so now they, it's an hour show and they come in like this couple last night. They were in Maryland. I think it was up kind of like where Scott's uh, at rest. And um, they bought this. I mean, the, 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 of the of the three, I went get the fuck out of here. Like that would have been my last choice. It was just so much work. It was too small. And man, they they pulled this thing out with a loft, and, and they went over the the, the, the budget by, by I think thirty grand. But I mean, what they ended up with. What do they give them to spend? Is it like a fixed amount or or no? It's for no. Each it's house? It, yeah. It's it's like you know. Say you and I were a couple. We would you know go look for a beach place and you know you know they, have Ken they, Patera they, come over with his wife. And Ken, yeah, we can, Ken would come <laughs> over with his wife and I have some half and half and we bake them white Russians. Uh, does she what does she do the and I know you have your regular set viewing you succession and like does she do those with you or or is she yeah, she in, does succession mm-hmm Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Hey, this is Cash Wheeler with FTR, a.k.a. one half of the greatest tag team of all time, saying go right now, savewithconrad.com, and I promise you, you won't regret it. If I could say take advantage of one thing with First Family Mortgage, it is the knowledge that they have because they have knowledge far beyond just the loan process, and they can help you out with all of that. That's how confident I am of working with these people. Like, I'm going to keep buying, and I'm going to keep going back. Savewithconrad.com. And MLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders. Woo! Very good. Are you into uh, another show I worked on for a few seasons, not this season for some reason? Uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Do you watch that at all? It, uh, no. Okay. No. I am a fan. I should protest it for not for not bringing me back, but uh, but I can't. It's just a good show. Speaking of good shows and speaking of TV. What is that on? What is that on? Uh, Amazon. Amazon Prime. Yeah, so I don't have Amazon. No, you don't? No. You're the one who doesn't have Amazon, I guess. I read about you. No, because um, you know why? Because no. I don't like going up and down the goddamn beach road with that fucking Amazon truck just parked sideways in any other way it wants to because it fucking, they own the world and don't pay any taxes. Fucking assholes. So you're making a statement. So you don't yeah. order from Amazon? No. I try Where did your not wife to. get her books? Books a million. I don't fucking know. Does she? Oh, no. Okay. That's valid. Curious. I know my... I bought it. Oh, fuck. I'm not going to go into it because I, I I actually bought a book when I was in, in the Pittsburgh airport. <clears throat> I started reading it. My wife was just like, I haven't seen you read a book in so long. I'm like, come on. She goes... 
Rolling Stone and National Geographic don't count. <laughs> and the New Yorker don't count. I'm like, oh, okay. What's the book? What genre? Um, Is it like some military shit? Like a, no, no, um, it's, um, it, I'll say philosophy. So not, it's nonfiction? Yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. Nonfiction. You're not putting it over, though. I'm curious now. <coughs> oh, I don't want to because... Um, they might become advertisers. No, because there's shit in there that I've read that's that's like spot on how I think. And it's, you know, it's almost it's almost like I wrote this book. <laughs> you know, like I, I saw I saw the the title of it and I I want to think that the book's called How Not to Give a Fuck. Oh yeah. I, the, it, yeah. The, the subtle, the, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's what the book is. Okay. So I started reading that. And I was just like, "Wow, I'm flying right through this." <laughs> like you, you might have wrote it in your sleep and didn't realize you sent it to Dom, a publisher. Dom, Dom typed on the side here. He says, "RVD just told me about that book." Of course he did. You ain't gonna fuck up his zen. No, uh, Johnny Ace couldn't. Oh, JBL. No, oh, JB JBL. Sorry, <laughs> JBL was fucking up his fucking fucking up my energy, dude. I'm centered. I'm very centered <laughs> right now. And here's this big Texan going, oh, "I'm a bad motherfucker." <laughs> I love Rob. He's amazing. Yeah, he's a great guy. Kevin, it's time to tell everyone uh, the next phase, the next iteration, the next step. In the click, this revolution is about to happen. And um, we are happy to finally, after 43 episodes. By basketball number. Unplanned. Four, yep. Four One and of those three. Things. What is four and three? Add together seven. Lucky. Lucky number seven. After 43 episodes, we are finally happy to tell everyone that click this TV is coming to you that's clickthistv.com if you want to go there and sign up and we're going to tell you right now everything that that entails okay it is your way to get exclusive kevin nash and click this content okay we uh i want to thank ad free shows for our first few months of um of this type of programming and um, certainly a, a fine place to be for wrestling-type programming. But we wanted to, uh, to push Click This to the next level. And that uh, we need absolute control to do. And Click This TV is the way it's going to happen. This is just the next phase in the Click This universe. You can sign up now and become a member if you'd like. For how much? For how much? For how much? You want to become a member for how much? For free. For free. You're going to go to clickthistvrightnow.com and you can sign up for free. And you become part of the Click Army, for Christ's sake. And what that's going to get you is this show early. You want it Friday night? You want to listen on Friday night and be a dick and spoil for your friends what they're going to hear on Monday morning at 6 a.m.? You'll be able to do that for free. For free. So go there, sign up, become part of the Click Army. But, 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 but. 
if you want some more access, if you want some more stuff. Listen, a free membership's fine. If you just want the early show, that's great. You'll also you'll get notices for new merch before anybody else knows it's out. Okay, we will give you advance notice for live shows when we bring this on the road. You'll be able to get your tickets uh, a few days earlier than the general public because you're going to hear it first and you're going to get notifications with your free membership to ClickThisTV.com. If you want more, you can become part of the 11 Soft Club, Kev. Now, like most people who like to brag that they're 11 Soft, they're probably really how big? Three. <laughs> that would be financial suicide. I'm going to say they're about 9.99 <laughs> inches long. And that's what it would cost you to be part of the Eleven Soft Club, nine ninety nine a month. You what didn't you... say. You didn't say measured it from the crack of their ass. <laughs> all the way back, man. All the way back. Give yourself the nine point nine nine for nine ninety nine a month. You're gonna get the early show, brother or sister. You're gonna get the Friday night show. Um, you're gonna get it because you're paying ninety nine a month without commercials. You're going to attend weekly. This is this is a blockbuster. It's almost too much. It's almost too much to give away. The weekly tapings here, they're going to be live audience tapings of this show. So you we will need be to get able, one of those applause signs. Yes, to tell when to and 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 get some get a track <laughs> at least, so we can uh, have the studio audience represented. We're we gonna audio. have a. Are we gonna have like a a, a band? Well, maybe. Okay. Maybe that's something to think about. Maybe, maybe just old Buddy Rich tracks from the Tonight Show. Maybe we can just uh, put on there. Yeah, we I need a modern day Doc Severinsen. Somebody made a Buddy a Buddy Rich reference to something I was watching the other night. I swear to God, it was on the NBA. Somebody made on, a Buddy. Somebody made a Buddy Rich fucking reference on, on the NBA. And uh, maybe it was like when Barkley and those guys do the uh, the after game. Uh, I'd be monumentally impressed if Charles Barkley made a Buddy Rich reference. Might not have been him. It might have been somebody else. Somebody. So for I'm, the so, old... I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. You don't... No, let's, that's just how we roll here, and uh, people like it. Um, the 11 Soft Club, which is nine ninety nine a month, you're going to get the early show Friday night. You're going to get it without commercials because you're paying, for Christ's sake, let's be honest. You're going to be able to attend any Wednesday night taping. Sometimes they change. We'll notify you if it's not a Wednesday night when Kevin's making an appearance in Guatemala. Sometimes we have to move the date, uh, the day. But it's usually Wednesday night tapings, which you will be able to sit in. And guess what? You get to see the pre-show meeting. You're going to go behind the scenes. You'll see us talk about what's going on at the time. Usually just kind of jack off and act like a bunch of morons, the five of us. Uh, before we go on, but it gets us in the proper state of mind for the show. You're going to get in there, you're going to watch the pre-show, and then you're going to be in here for the taping. Um, and then they would have got to sit through a little little giant Baba action. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> we may have to give them that on the first uh, live I mean, taping anyway. Gassed to the fucking gills. <sighs> Clearly, no steroid testing. No. <laughs> Tokyo. No no all Japan steroid testing on circa that, 1990 man. based on what was in the ring. But if you thought that was enough for the 99911 Soft Club, I have one more announcement. And this Kevin is what people have been waiting for from you. One thing that our show has differed from many podcasts 
in, 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 in such a way that we've been able to achieve this success, this wild success, with just you and me every week. And we'll continue to do that on the weekly show. But in the 11 Soft Club, $9.99 a month on clickthistv.com, which hopefully you're clicking and signing up right now, Nash and Friends Watch Along. Kevin and guests, and I'll stick my dumb ass in there too, and we're going to watch stuff together every month. Um, we will announce the first one. Should we wait till next week to announce the first one, or let's, do we go wait, all? Let's wait. Let's wait. Let's, okay. Yeah, let's so see. come back next week. we got to get all the contracts signed, brother. But um, come back next week. You know, right another yeah, on Monday, I, we'll tell you who the first Nash and Friends watch along guest will be. Yes. Oh, I was just going to say, um, we are also, and I just came up with this because I've got an idea for a couple of people that would be, we're going to have some like special, uh, where we'll be, we'll have a, a guest on our show. Like, we'll, there'll be three of us on the show for a period that we'll bring a, a guest onto their a regular show occasionally, onto the onto the Monday show. Yeah. Okay. Because I I've got I've got a couple, I got some ideas. Okay. That's what I want. A man spice, with ideas. Spice this shit up a little bit. That's for God's sakes. That's who I thought I was in business with. A man with ideas. I'm. I'm... Uh, I tell you, by, by the time I get back from Manchester, I'm going to come up with an electric car. You can... Well, you have a 10-hour flight to jot some shit down, so bring a pad. <laughs> All righty. So just to sum up, two tiers you can be a part of Click This TV. I want my clickthistv.com. You can be part of the very free um, Click Army, where you will get your early show. You get to hear us, the normally Monday release. You'll get it Friday night, okay? So you'll get to hear this. Um, and then the 11 Soft Club, nine ninety nine a month. You get it early. You get it with no commercials. You attend the weekly live audience tapings of the Monday show here. Um, and then Nash and Friends watch along as the exclusive Kevin with his friends, people from not just wrestling, the world of entertainment. And uh, what are we going to watch? Maybe we'll watch some TV. Maybe we'll watch a movie. Maybe we'll watch a match. Watch Giant Baba. Who knows? But guess what? Whatever we watch, you're invited to the party with Nash and friends. And I want you to come right back here next week to our uh, weekly Click This, the Kevin Kevin Nash podcast. And we're going to tell you who the first guest and watch-along subject will be for May. This all starts this month, guys. So go to clickthistv.com. And sign up. Kevin, you must be very excited. I'm very excited. I'm, yes. I'm so excited. I'm excited. This is it. This this gets you to the next level, fans of Click This. We always want to give you more, right? I see all the comments, and I always wish, God, if we could only give them more. If I could be on stage for just one more song, Bruce must say. But, you know, it's been three hours, Bruce, so you have to go home. So this is how we're going to give you. No, that fucking building's union. They <laughs> Shut that fucker down. It's, it's 11 o'clock, Bruce. Yeah. It's going to cost $75,000 more to yeah, sweep exactly. the joint. Fuck that. Um, now, he, um, to move on to, um, we had a couple of TV uh, pundits, political pundits, uh, fired this week. And um, um, Don Lemon on CNN, of course, and well, okay, so- Tucker Carlson on Fox. I got to go into this Don Lemon one. So, uh, okay, go ahead. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, uh, let's, let's start with him. So, openly gay black man. Uh, always consider him articulate. Is on, he, he, he leaves his 10 o'clock spot and goes to the morning, the morning on, show, on, yeah. Uh, yeah, on CNN <clears throat> uh, between um, two ladies. And he, he makes a comment that a woman is out of her prime, like between 20, 30, maybe even 40. Nikki, Nikki Haley, right? Yeah, Nikki Haley. But he's like, a woman's out of her print. And, and the two women that are, that are his uh, co-hosts are like, what? Like, you mean they're like, they're thinking like motherhood. Like, you know, at 40 it's going to be. And he was just like, well, I don't see how you come back from that. Right. You know, I, I don't see how you, how you come. It's just like. But here's the thing with me. You're, you're right with what you're saying. But this is the problem, I think, with, with both extremes, both parties, the woke movement and then the Fox yo-yos. Here are two guys let go for the following. One, after their $800 million settlement uh, that they had to pay for deliberately trying to upend a democracy and defame a company in doing that, which he was proud to be the flag bearer for on air, seeing his texts that he's uh, not a lunatic who thinks Trump is anything but a moron in reality, um, and uh, setting the country back. He's just a fucking liar that's been leading viewers down a path of destruction and pandering to the worst possible uh, sentiments, which he knows are bold-faced fucking lies, and cost the company $800 million, or with the rest of his crew and his boss. Okay, he gets fired. On the other end, he said a woman was out of her prime. Look what you have to do on one side to get fucking fired, and all you have to do, a slip of the lip on the other side. Both fucking sides are out of their gourd. Yeah, but... Does does Tucker get fired if the numbers come back and DeSantis is is blowing Trump out of the water? Because right now Trump's Trump's the, is still he's still the the the, the yeah, but the, he, he's, the, he's, he's a red he's a red team captain, right? And who's, it's going to continue who, to go that way, I think. Although who's, he's saying who that also he's, who also said he's not going to partake in any of the of the uh, primary activities uh, yes uh, yeah any of the debates because they're all on hostile and the last one's on fox so you t you tell me <laughs> you know i wonder what, what that's going to do to his numbers do you think it's going to move the needle tucker's gone because of that like because that was when when they when they fired him trump was just like that was that was a good move so I wonder if at any point when they fired Tucker, did he say, sorry. sorry. I haven't heard from him. I don't, did he release a statement? Huh? Did he release a statement? I haven't, I haven't seen anything from him. I, I'm, I'm sure. Did he they just, wish him well in his future endeavors? Well, what are they going to do? They, you know he's got all kind of non-compete, can't say this, can't. That yeah. motherfucker's making more money right now than he was a week ago. 
Right. It's a ama- yeah. You're you, right. You, he's going to Newsmax. Get the fuck out of here, man. They're so worried that they they just spent eight hundred million dollars to keep their fucking market share. Sometimes being shamed. They're about is, they're uh, about to spend another fucking one point two. And on top of that, his producers got. I, I'm, I've, what I've heard is anti-Semitic uh, rants from him on tape. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, but I tell you what, I I don't think that Nikki's out of her prime. <laughs> I never did either, actually. So Don's um, Don's is. I, think I mean, John, Don was fired for his for his judgment in saying she was out of her prime. I just. He he did less than fucking Kathy Griffin did to get get fired by by CNN. Can There's we be canceled be so- for saying she's still in her prime, or is, is it only when you say that that someone's out of their prime? Because I think we both agree that she she's still in her prime. But is 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 uh, is, is that uh, uh, too uh, in any way uh, judgmental to say on air? I nowadays. Yeah, who knows, right? You know what? I'm going to go on the Al, Al Sharpton uh, uh, had one of the one of the the, the better. Uh, remember, they had the woman that wrote the book on on what wokeness was, and she said, "Boy, that's going to be hard for me to explain." <laughs> did, you, did you see that? No, that's good. You didn't see that? <laughs> oh my God! So she writes this book on being woke, and they said, you know. Can you just, um, yeah, can you find that clip of that, of the, of the woke woman? Can you guys find that? While I, I try to, you know, I'll just I'll skirt it a little bit. Um, but it's just like, well, uh, it's, uh, well, it's kind of really hard. And then they go to. She was on a talk show, right? I yeah, do, I do they, remember and they go, this, they, yeah. go to, they go to Sharpton and, 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 uh, you know, and Sharpton says, would you rather be a, would you rather be woke or asleep? And I said, oh, okay, that's that's different. See, woke woke the woke a GOP woke is completely different than you know. Like how how it was originally brought to to attention. Like you know, like woke is is is. It's it's uh, it's predicated on 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 a fallacy anyway. So to give it yeah. any okay. So what's her name? I'm trying to read this. Uh, let's see here. So those of you listening, All right, guys. So okay. you may have already seen this viral clip. Crystal Ball, an author. This Bethany is Crystal Mandel, Ball for Christ's sake. Our former show, Rising with uh, Robbie and with Brianna. And Brianna asked her should what should have been a very simple ball. question. Yeah, okay, well, I think we're going to jump ahead to the... Take a uh, look at that. Central Americans consider themselves very liberal, and probably fewer of them consider themselves to be woke. And so, you know, when, when well, we talk about traditional... Bethany Mandel. Could, could, would you mind defining woke? Because it's come up a couple of times. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. So, I mean, woke is sort of the idea that... Um, 
This is going to be one of those moments that goes viral. I mean, woke is no fucking shit. Defining it, it is sort of the understanding that we need to totally reimagine and reduce society in order to create hierarchies of oppression. Wow! What? It's hard to explain in a fifteen-second soundbite. You had a fucking minute. Brilliant. Brilliant. I, I, listen, I want to be Ooh. passionate. Nice. Uh, you know, when you take up a copy of that fucking book, when you accept an interview request, right? You, if they don't send you questions, which they don't always do. Oh, I, I've never really done one where I'm on the air where they don't have somebody. Because a lot of times, like when they did that Hannity thing on Benoit, they, they you know, they put the person out there to, to pre-question me. And I was like absolutely pro. I mean, I told them everything they wanted to hear. And then when they got me on the air, I fucking juggled whatever you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Like, I'm, St- I'm the worst. Stern was always ass. great for that. Stern would do the pre interview with Letterman's people and then go out and just do shit that pissed Letterman off. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, so when, when I saw that, <clears throat> sort of and kind of is when you're using those descriptive words. And you about your a, own book. Your own book, yeah. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm sort of kind of... I really can't put... Uh, you know... What? Fuck, just say something. Wow. That's amazing. That was pretty stiff. She ended up with... A, she ended up going into some hierarchy thing. Like... Yeah, she said that. A hierarchy of... Uh, what was the term she said? A hierarchy of... Uh, well, I'm not going to misquote her. She did, she did a bad enough job trying to quote herself. But um, but this week's stiff one of the week is not that that uh, that clip. It is um, it is instead um, a clip from about 17 years ago, and it is brought to you this week. Uh, you can care for your own stiff one, courtesy of our friends at Manscaped. Okay. Um, if you are wearing a beard, like our friend Kevin Nash, you've got uh, my... the beard hedger, and I know Kevin's a big fan of the balms and the brush, which he sits and tinkers with while watching um, beachfront real estate show. Or, uh, they sent me two. I have two. I have two of those brushes. Do you you work the gimmick at the same like left and right side of the face at the no, same I just time? Do, I, do, I, I carry one around the house, but the other ones are my. My travel kit. Travel. Very good. So he'll be he'll be manscaping his beard in Manchester, England this week. Yeah. Let me just tell you guys that you can join the 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com. And guess what? That means 20% off for you and free shipping with the code CLICK, K-L-I-Q. All right, I have used the products. Kevin has used the products. The Performance Package 4.0, this is the ultimate bundle, okay? you need If you need to reinvent yourself or just keep together what you got going, the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, that's the star of the show, okay? Offering precise shaving on all of your wildest hedges. It's equipped with the LED light. I love that. You can navigate in and out of those difficult areas with ease. Did we mention it's waterproof as well? You could hit the shower with this, okay? Don't worry about getting any extraneous hairs on the tile in your bathroom. Um, More exciting news, the Performance Package 4.0 now includes Manscaped's brand new Weed Whacker 2.0, the improved 
ear and nose hair trimmer. These are cordless, rechargeable, and it comes with the Skin Safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs. Listen, that ain't it, guys. First of all, they have a set of boxer shorts that I love, um, and there's a bunch of accoutrements that come with this, like the Crop Preserver, that's the anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. A nice, subtle scent, guys. It's not too perfumey, not too cologne You'll like it, I promise. The Crop Reviver Spray-On Toner for your balls. Uh, Kevin walks around with that constantly, uh, keeping himself fresh, okay? Keep your boys uh, from sticking to your leg. I, I use it like Bianca. Uh, oh, 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 the, uh, like the, uh, was it Banaka? The, uh, Banaka, that's the, bre- the breath he'll, spray he'll, on your, yeah. on your sack. No, the crop reviver, much better. Listen, I guys. Yeah, I couldn't remember what that fucking was called. Then don't forget about the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code click KLIQ at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code click KLIQ at manscaped.com. Uh, don't just get your money back this year, get your swagger back too with Manscaped. And we thank Manscaped for sponsoring the Stiff One of the Week. This Stiff One I'd forgotten about. Uh, Eric Sims, I have to set this up properly. This is about, oh God, I'm going to say about 17 years ago. We were in the the midst of the kayfabe uh, commentaries revolution at the time. And so there's a big autograph signing. And Warrior is making, this is before Hall of Fame and all that stuff, he's coming back out. He was, you know, reclusive and away from wrestling for a long time. He's coming out, he's doing this big, high-profile signing. Eric Sims is there with Kaz, with the Sheik. Eric thinks it would be a great idea to take the Sheik over to the Ultimate Warrior for a photo opportunity. And you know, a lot of these old school guys, like who comes up to who, like should the older guy really go up to the younger guy? So I think Sheiky had some reservations about that. He goes over and is completely snubbed by Warrior, who won't even talk to him or take his picture. This is what ensues afterwards. It includes an incredible open hand from Sheiky to Sims, not unlike the arch your back probably, and... um don't worry, folks. Uh, Eric, I've never, it. I've never seen this. Oh I'm, my god! I, I, I was working I, with Eric all the time, and, and I, I I'm saw getting, this on I'm the getting, internet. I'm getting fucking wood right now. I'm watching this on the internet. I'm like, I call Eric. I go, Eric, is this fucking real? <laughs> and so Shiki goes crazy. It's in the middle of the convention, and it, uh, you got to listen. Put put up the volume. I want to hear every word Shiki says as he's snubbed <coughs> and his uh, his manhood. Uh, yeah, and and I get bl- I get blamed for fucking the Bell's posse. Fucking Kaz gave him the fucking. Kaz <laughs> gave him the fucking. What the fuck you doing to me? You want to do anything? You want to do anything about it? Oh! What the fuck you doing to me? You try to steal my fucking gimmick? This is where nowhere I come from. And I know he come from. What the fuck you bring me in? No. You need to get security.
Lou Ferrigno may have apologized, yeah. but the Incredible. ultimate continues. That was it. I know you're from Georgia, man. That's a new shirt. Instead of the instead of the Ox Baker did it. I think I know you from Georgia, <laughs> man. It's better. But, you never uh, saw that, huh? No. I couldn't tell it was was any of those guys Warrior over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bring it up again. Warrior's the guy. He's like this, on a podium. He's wearing a gray suit. Yeah, he's in the suit. And uh, if you slide back, I'll show you where he is. He's off camera here, but when Shiki's standing, okay, right there. You see him right, with the tie? Yeah. yeah. So he shows up in a fucking suit and tie, and he hasn't been seen since his face paint days? Yes. No tassels. I believe what this was 2008. The... I think this was 2008. What the fuck? Have you ever seen the fucking video where he's, I don't know if, if Warrior had a, a, a wrestling school or some shit. They scream it. What the fuck? Oh, no, really? You've never seen that? No. Oh. There is a clip somebody took. Warrior did one shoot interview with I don't know who the vendor was. It wasn't like me or Rob or or High Spots Michael. It was some other outlier. I guess they paid a fortune and they got it. Somebody cut together like out of context a bunch of his answers. Um, oh God, one of you guys has to find this um, and. Uh, and it's rather hilarious and and well done, but no, the thing that you're talking about, I didn't I didn't see that. He's he's doing a class in a school. Yeah, it's like there's just a couple, maybe four or five kids around, and you know he just he just goes off on, on, on the kids. on the uh, students. On the, yeah, the students. Yeah, it's just he just goes berserk. So first, why? I guess my question is, why is he teaching a wrestling class? A face paint class, a bodybuilding class, tassels class, ropes class, I'm in. There's a lot of guys that can teach you a lot of shit, and there's other people that just fucking got over. I mean, there's there's an art to that, too. You know? If you if you haven't drawn money, how the fuck are you gonna how are you gonna teach me to draw money? So okay, point taken. The all right, so you have you have wrestling college, Nash's Wrestling University, and different teachers are teaching different classes, right? What classes were you teaching? How to hold up a, a promoter for more fucking money. <laughs> I guess that worked. How to how to how to take how to take yourself beyond serious? Is uh is is Brett the associate professor in that department or what? Uh, I think Brett fucking chilled out when he got older. I think so. I think so. Um, I think I think you know you got to look at the. I always look at the socialization process that that all the heart guys went through. With a dungeon. I mean, oh, there's, there's just yeah, nobody. Yeah, yeah. yeah, come on. Like, you, it's, oh, Brett took it a little serious. Well, f- <laughs> yeah. Stu Hart's your dad. Yeah, Stu Hart's your <laughs> fucking Yeah, but Brett took it a little No shit. Which is why I always thought that the, um, I don't know, the, 
surrounding the Montreal thing, did Brett, with Stu Hart as his father, really think it was acceptable to turn to a promoter and say, no, you're not getting your belt back right now? What would Stu Hart have done if somebody said to Stu, yeah, you know what, not tonight, Stu. Just feel Brett should have known better. That's what I feel. You're noticeably silent, and that's fine. Did you meet Stu Hart ever? Oh, yeah. Hey, you big bastard. You'd be a good fucking leg wrestler. What did he say? A good leg wrestler? Yeah, like I guess they do the Indian leg wrestling where you lay on your back and you wrestle or some shit. He was, he'd always say, yeah, yeah, big fucking bastard. He was always good to me. Um, uh, while we're on Warrior, let me, uh, uh, Steve, I just gave you a link. I want you to try and bring that up. Um, but you never went up to, like, the dungeon. You never went up to Hart House mm-hmm. in Calgary or anything like that. And, uh, some harrowing tales of uh, what went on up in uh, Hart House. There's that great clip in his documentary, which I enjoyed very much, actually. Uh, Pillman used to tell uh, unbelievable stories oh, from, from yeah. Calgary. I mean, just fucking just. There was one time they they um, had Bill Kazmaier in the van, and uh, they just, their job was just to, to drive them crazy, and they would all go around and, and sing their accolades. And when they would say, I was the so-and-so champion, and then they'd all bust out, we are the champions, <laughs> all of us except Kazmar. <laughs> and, I mean, they did this for like a nine-hour trip. And it was at the point where the guys were just making shit up, and Kazmar was like, so you weren't. <laughs> uh, Bill was big. Fuck yeah, Bill was big. Taking their lives in their hands there. All right, let me see a little bit of this warrior here before we move to the next topic. I have to give props to this. It was so well done. Vince agreed to let me go do things outside of wrestling. And uh, I had the chance to spend some time with him. He invited me to come to his place. And they're all there. Vince is there and Pat Patterson. I don't know who else was there. And Vince said they've got ulterior motives. And uh, then he went and got Jerry Briscoe. We went in the shower, and he proceeded to have Jerry Briscoe from the backside. He was a real hard worker, just a grunty style, like he was grunt. So I was interested to get involved, and uh, I told him what I wanted to do, you know, have people put around me that could direct me effectively so I could go on and be successful at it and stuff. There were plenty of guys there, and it just grew. So we both let one another F it, F it, F it. And they were congratulating me, saying, man, that was awesome. This is really great. And uh, late that night, Linda came into the picture. And I said, this is unnatural, you know. I've just never been into any of that stuff. You know, women and, you know, all that stuff and everything. That doesn't work for me. I almost fell on my knees and just started throwing up right there. And then uh, something told me to come. And he said, don't come. You don't need to come. And uh, I said, what do you mean don't come? It's what I wanted to do. And I didn't push it in their face. And he said, okay. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was a shoot. And I had incredible discipline. And uh, it was magic. Next morning, about 11.45, Vince eventually oh. stepped in. I mean, he couldn't even walk right. He stepped in and said, I'm not doing this anymore. We're not doing this stuff. And uh, I was really surprised that he did that. 
Like he just wanted to keep going from one thing to the next as long as somebody would stick it out. I mean, he had an addiction problem, and, uh, you know, I would have expected more. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Helwick. Oh, fucking hell. <sighs> Love a little warrior in the evening. Oh. <clears throat> All right, for Christ's sake, I'm crying. Oh, Florida man or Jersey guy. Jesus Christ. Like, how, do, how have I never, never see, not seen that before? Something tells me you'll be watching it again. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe showing it to a few people that, the next signing do- you're at. Hey, Steve, download that as a fucking clip. Jesus. I think you get a million hits in, a, in about an hour. Oh, all right, Florida man or Jersey guy, we're back. For, for anyone listening, Kevin uh, and I did a – a watch along for our friends at Ad Free Shows last night, and um, uh, they somebody did a live impromptu Florida man or Jersey guy, and Kevin got it right. So I'll actually count that in your tally. Um, it does count. I like fucking Bob Gibson in '68 right now. Uh, what was what was the win loss? Uh, uh, percentage there when he was oh, on the God, I, I, pitcher I went, right yeah i think it was like fucking 23 and 23 and 2 or some shit all complete games like it was it's it's, it's if you ever look at I've, I've made reference to it before like the 68 series that he had with st louis uh that that season is just unbelievable Four years before my birth, but, you know, I could catch it on video somewhere. Um, okay. God, that's, that's crazy because I, I was eight years old when that, that series against the Tigers, when uh, Detroit just happened to spank that ass. One of my first baseball memories was, I guess, Reggie Jackson. Uh, what was the three home run one? 78, maybe? World Series. And the, Is that the, the same one when Gene Tennis hit a couple of fucking rockets too, right? I don't know. It was, it was all he was about Reggie. He, he, oh, you're you're talking about when he was with the with the Yankees. The Yankees, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm also, I was also thinking there was a, a shot that he hit in the All Star game. I think we played for the A's at the time. He put it over the the fucking roof of Tiger Stadium, right field. Uh, and you ever eat the Reggie Bar? You remember the Reggie Bar? Never had one. Never it had was one. peanut caramel. Maybe that was it. It was round and chocolate covered uh, caramel and, and peanuts. I enjoyed the Reggie Bar. I think I would have been more. I was a more of a payday guy. Mm, you still are, brother. Um, <laughs> the um, and the George Brett Pine Tar incident. I remember seeing that live as a kid uh, when he charged the umpire that uh, threw him out of the game. All right, uh, Florida man or Jersey guy? Is that is that when he wanted to come, or did he, he didn't want to come? He put it in their face. F it, F it, F it. <laughs> Got on his knees and just started throwing up. Because um, I don't do that whole fucking. I don't do that whole girl, the woman thing. It's just. <laughs> uh, I'll send you the link after the show, so you can watch it tonight. Um, okay, so this particular, I'm very, very interested in watching you. You have a very scientific dissection process of the florida man and jersey guy and these two are going to sound very similar but i'm interested to see your process here okay first one and it's not a mistake when i read this okay first one man caught smoking 
watching porn and touching himself on Remy's Ratatouille adventure in Epcot is the first story. The second, Professor followed young girls around Walmart, snapped photos of them, and publicly touched himself. Very similar stories, both of them. But Kevin will go through the nuances, no doubt. First one, man caught smoking. Well, watching... he's in he's in Epcot, so he's in he's in Florida. Mm-hmm. So that tells me that that's the Jersey guy because that's <laughs> and the other ones in Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> doing so, the same thing. Exactly, but the, but the, the fact that nobody, no, yeah, the Jersey guy's down here j- jerking his shit in my fucking in my state. Absolutely 100% correct. <laughs> New Jersey man caught smoking, watching porn, touched himself on Ratatouille. Uh, and uh, I've been on the ride. It's not very exciting, and, and you'd need the video. Robert Fitzpatrick uh, treated uh, everybody on the ride to this. Misdemeanor charge, a little shockingly, um, according to the Orange County Court I think it record. goes by inches in Florida. Oh, maybe. Maybe he couldn't work himself up to a, uh, a full yeah, charge. Fel- yeah, felony. Uh, Disney cast members were first leery of Fitzpatrick uh, when he wanted to sit alone in a rat or ride the uh, ride cart on March 29th, according to the arrest report. Yeah. When you're in the cart alone, they're going to watch you. Got to. Twice they stopped the attraction and made a loudspeaker announcement that smoking was not permitted. I guess he then took it to the next level and said, well, how about this? Whipped out his hog and began uh, uh, smacking it. Very good. Fitzpatrick then pulled his penis out in the open and continued masturbating inside the ride. One cast member said he ejaculated before leaving the ride vehicle. Amazing control. I'll give him that. I don't want to come. In the <laughs> effort, effort. <clears throat> well done. And then came in, came in the face. And then there's the professor. Let's zoom in on him real quick. Let's get a load of him. Looks like what... a Nazi war criminal. I was going to say <laughs> the Joseph Mengele files. <laughs> Uh, where is he a professor? Let's get uh, scroll down for me a little bit here. And uh, he is uh, Bod, a former Bod. Florida University professor arrested for following young girls, taking their photos, and then publicly touching himself while in Walmart. Uh, David Knight booked into Brevard County Jail Sunday. Charges of lewd and lascivious behavior, aggravated stalking of a child under 16. Jesus Christ. Uh, he was employed as a professor at the Florida Institute of Technology in Melbourne, Florida. Okay. Here's one for you. We, we haven't brought this up. Yes. Um, it is now, I, I think it was passed, um, like, like, why wouldn't it be? But it's now um, the death sentence um, for any, sec, uh, any pedophile, like if you sexually molest uh, a minor in Florida. It is now punishable by the death sentence. I, d- I didn't know that. Um, but oh, they pass. They, dude, they pass shit down here. Like it just goes, just goes right undetected. Just, I mean, yeah, it just. How's the carry without permit thing going? When's that on the ballot? It's supposed to be. No, it's supposed to. It's supposed to like kick off July first. Oh, just in time for the holiday. That that'd be. Yeah, just so so. While the fireworks are going off, everybody can have a. Uh, you know, grab their AK-47 and shoot it like we're in fucking Tehran. Right. Kids firing up in the air. One thing, one thing, that, one one thing for sure. You know that, that 
that last week uh, gave us was, you know, some more untrained people with, with firearms is exactly what society mm. needs. Talk about the guy at the doorstep with the. Uh... Oh, how about the kid? Kick. How just the. How many times in your life have you kicked or knocked a ball in somebody's backyard and you oh. just went back and retrieved it? Of, of course. Fucking hell. I was in grave danger every day in the late 70s, early 80s, I realized, yeah. when we were playing wiffle ball and went in someone's alley and we had to hop a fence. Fuck. Um, you know, Different world, man. You know what I, I feel like sometimes is a death sentence? Trying to get tickets to an event... Uh, when you got to get up Tuesday morning, 10 o'clock, and sit there and click the gimmick. Ah, but you're going to change all that. I'm not going to, but game time is, Boom. everybody. Game time. Keep that promo code click close at hand and uh, experience what it is like to get tickets through game time. And it's gametime.co, gametime.co. I want you to go there and start the process. I have the app on my phone. I saw Bruce with it. I tweeted it, and I tweeted it the morning I got it. Okay, now, last-minute tickets. Okay, tickets are tough enough, but last-minute tickets are a nightmare. You don't always know when something's going on sale. Someone says, oh, I got tickets to see uh, Springsteen or, 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 or sports or the playoffs are now. And, you know, you may not realize that you have the free night and you want to go, well, Game time is the way to get the tickets, okay? I've done it myself. There are flash deals with last-minute tickets all the time. Um, they're very easy to find. You can navigate this thing. I'm going to go right here to a sporting event. Let's bring this up. Let's look for what's going on. Well, the Devils are playing tomorrow night, okay? So I'm going to click right into this here. I'm going to bring up. I have the arena map, okay, right here. And I can zoom in and scroll around the arena and find the section I want to sit in. And there are little price tags associated with all those seats. Best thing about it, let's say this is... What's close What's close to the... Uh, what's it cost close to the bench? Close to the bench or the ice? Like, to, look at it right here. Here's one for... Jesus, you're only six rows away from the ice, 279 for a playoff game. Fuck. I mean, those tickets can go into the thousands. Two, if I click this right now... I could not only have the tickets, but they're going to show me what the seat, what it looks like from my seat. Okay, this is an amazing that's app. A ni- that's a nice seat, too. Yeah, it's such a sweet app. Go to uh, GameTime.co or please download this on your device. They make it easy to find tickets. Those of you that were listening, I was showing the map. and I'm going around a little map of the arena with all the prices. I can get the price I want and the seat I want, and I can double-check the view from the seat okay images of seat views lowest price guaranteed you have event cancellation protection job loss protection they're really behind you in helping you get tickets to the big events that's what it's all about god bless uh game time i was able to break my bruce cherry and i'll be going back three dates at metlife stadium the august 30th uh, september 1st and september 3rd when I get to one of those. So snag these tickets without stress with Game Time. So download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code CLICKKLIQ for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code CLICKKLIQ for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. 
What would you get right now? Would you uh, get some playoff tickets? What would you? Basketball playoffs are going on right now, of course. Yeah, I, Pearl Jam's Pearl Jam's coming out. Really? Co- yeah, oh, okay. Let's coming around. My friends at Game Time right here. Are they coming to your area, Kevin? I don't know. I know. I, I know. Buddy of mine, George, up in Detroit. Uh, he told me that they're going to be, uh, I think, in Chicago. Okay, I just clicked Chicago. September here 11th. Is the Chicago September 11th, right maybe. Here. Look at this. You can get there, Kevin. You've got a lot of seats available. Take September a look. September 11th. <coughs> what are some of the, what's a good, like, find me a good, a good wanna, seat? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Well, I don't know where the stage is exactly here. You can get lower tier. Okay, there you go, Steve. Let's do it that way. I'm sitting here holding a fucking phone to the camera. Let's go right here. If you zoom into some of those prices right there. Now, the the, the thing about game time that's great, I want to stress this. <coughs> I got those tickets the morning of the show. Right. I was watching the app for about three weeks. I talked about it here. I showed it here that I was watching it because I was waiting for the trend to lower the prices. And bang, I went on there. I had the section I wanted to sit in. So if you're not happy with these prices, you keep coming back to it. You keep your eye on it. And then you grab it when it's priced how you want it. So I don't know which side the stage is on there. I guess it's too far away from the date to know. It's going to be. They're going to do. Um, or center maybe. No, they'll do. They'll, they'll they'll kill an end. Right. So okay. So it'll be one of those ends. So yeah, if you want to see that uh, the big Pearl Jam show on what's the date? The September 11th, maybe. 14? Uh, September 7th. 7th. Yeah. So you know what? Plenty of time. I would scope those tickets out. I would keep my eye on that bit. Oh, and then the 5th also in Chicago. United Center, both both dates. So yeah, look, the lowest ticket right now, you can get one for $245. And, uh, yeah, but fuck you. Look. Seeing a legendary act like that. Yeah, but look where you're sitting. Right. But again, you keep your eye on it. You let it come down. That's the magic. That's the magic of game time, and that's... I got my. I gotta find. I gotta find somebody that's got a fucking box in that motherfucker. Is what I gotta do. Cause I ain't gonna. I'm I'm not sitting in a fucking chair. Get in the uh, the goddamn uh, the 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 little Caesars box for God's sakes. It'll have one there. You know, I started the show asking you if you were uh, at Raw, of course, making a reference to CM Punk at Raw, and I guess it's what everyone's talking about now. I texted you that night to see if you'd heard anything yet, Um, but. So many things went through my mind. First of all, are workers generally welcomed if you show up at a raw taping? Um, I I mean, Paul's a very good friend of yours, but like, just another worker. uh, uh, Outback Jack, perhaps. I would not uh, show up anywhere without somebody knowing that I was coming. Well, okay, you. But if a worker showed up, a, a hometown worker who was there at the time are they generally welcomed backstage like did you see when you were there if if a retired or, or worker or, or just worker from another company if they showed up could they come back and talk to you guys i think i think that somebody that's that's had that much controversy you know I mean, specific to punk you mean you're talking yeah about. i think it's completely different with phil you know with phil you know showing up than it is just you know Outback Jack yeah just somebody that, that, that really doesn't did. I mean like one of the things you know they say is you can't talk to other you know you're not supposed to talk to the other 
company's talents. So, well, where does he but, stand with the other companies? I don't, right I don't know. I, somebody, I heard that um, that he was going back to AEW. They were going to they were going to yeah. do, do a brand split, and he would be uh, like the lead dog on the Saturday show. <clears throat> so, I don't know. What's the what's the company vibe? If I if I if I took the temperature of the WWE right now on Punk, what do you think it would be? And of course, I'm not talking about yeah, the boys. Know. I'm talking about management. I don't know. I don't know. Do, do, I don't know. Do they see any value in him? Going I, back there, I mean, if if that is that an offer that would have could potentially be made. I, I mean, he made, he moved the needle when he went back to AEW. Right. Well, with him now expected he, to he, resign. I, uh-huh. I thought he did a good job when he went back to AEW. And I, I mm-hmm. said that that you know he he you know he went over, but he he made everybody that that you know, on, the, on the way to to, to being uh, becoming the champion. There, it's just it was the the shit that happened, you know. Well, yeah. After, yeah, I mean it'd be, the show, yeah, and that's. I mean, that's it, to, to me. There's it's no different than the, a fight breaking out after a, after a, you know you get the, the director says you know cut, and a fight breaks out after you know a fight scene in a movie. It's just like that's, mm-hmm. that's not cool. So, you know, that whole situation, you know. But if you're the promoter, the owner, management, you have to know that with Punk, because of all that stuff, ratings are going to come. Attention's going to come. Press is going to come. How old is he now? Oh, I mean, I, I put him early, early 40s. Yeah, but I mean, he, he's already, like, he's always complaining about how fucking beat up he is and, you know. Good material for someone to cut a promo on him. I'm just looking for the silver lining and all that. Do you? I mean, do you? You take time from him, or to give it to him, or do you? You mean you move? You build somebody else up. I don't know. I. I I don't know. It's kind of a plug and play kind of thing. If you you take him back, what's his pitch count? Eleven. Soft. No, I'm just saying. if, he, if he's going to give you a fucking a, a month before, well, if I mean, yeah, I mean, then it's not even worth somebody putting. But him put, saying putting he's the tired together, <laughs> him saying he's tired though, is different than him being incapacitated and unable to work. That's different. Someone who belly aches a lot is one thing, but somebody who really has to take time off the road. That's a different ball game. Yeah, but at the same time, though, it's still it's still friction. It's still it's still a clog. It's still uh, mm-hmm. a headache. Yeah. If 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 I'm running the show and I got some malcontent over there fucking whining, when I could have somebody saying, you know, put me in coach, I'm ready to play. Fuck that. I'll take the I'll take the young. Put me in coach and and go with that. Because it's like Nick Khan uh, already said that there would be a like 
close to a $50 million cut in the WWE coming up. I saw that somewhere. In uh, layoffs, you mean? Yeah, $50 million. That's Pritchard's salary. Just got to get rid of him. Um, or the royalties. What? Well, they already took care of that. <laughs> When's the next check come? April, April, May, June, July, right? July 1st? Yeah, my birthday. Right. And the and by the way, the one-year anniversary of this show, I believe. July. Is it? I want to say yes. I will confirm. Yeah, we started in July. Because the end of July yeah. is when we uh, went to Nashville, and we were already on the air for a few episodes. Um, <clears throat> the uh, You know, the first thing I thought when I heard about his going there, and uh, the, oh, July 11th, it will be the one-year anniversary. Um, when I heard about him showing up at Raw, just for the visual, for the optics, and he's supposed to be resigning, going back to AEW, I said, what a great power play. You show up at the store across the street, hanging with the... Yeah, but it's in your backyard, so it's not like you... That's a different show up. Because he didn't have to travel for it, you mean? Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, I mean, the the result didn't work out for him, which I'm going to ask you about next. But there was a picture. I mean, there was a, uh, you know, somebody has, I saw a photograph of him standing in the parking lot of Bra, of the Allstate. Correct. Uh, arena. Well, he did get inside. And did he come? Did he, come? Did he, he didn't want to come. He shoved it in their face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which yeah, mileage he, he didn't want to come. Clip. Jesus. Pretty fucking priceless. They were congratulating me. <laughs> they, saying I did a great job. Punk, you know, when he gets in there, he with his he's <laughs> a lot like Briscoe. Is, you know, <laughs> um so the report that uh, that everybody got, I guess, that I got that night was that Vince was the one that threw him out. Now, I'm saying Vince, but that could mean that word came from Vince or Vince told people, you know, get him out of here. Um, well, I had heard that him and Paul actually spoke on a, on a couple of reports that I read. Yeah. Wink, wink, red. Or, okay. No, I. Or you, know, you read? No, fuck. I, I would. No, I would never. Well, I, th- I thought you were busy with the book and with National Geographic. I don't know if you had time to hit the websites. Oh. All right. So, all right. So he talks to Triple H. So it says. And then Vince intercedes. Fuck, dude! I wasn't there. <laughs> you have your finger on the pulse of the WWE locker room. Bull you have friends. Fucking I'm shit. I'm not talking about Paul. I'm t- you have other people that you know in the company, I'm sure. That I would not have got up this morning and fucking searched for one human being to validify or to verify anything because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if he light, if he fucking lit himself on fire in the parking lot. It does nothing to me. I don't give a fuck if he works for AEW. I don't give a fuck if he works for WWE. I don't give a fuck. I Clearly. hope he's ha- yeah. 
I hope he's happy because it doesn't change my fucking life at all. No curiosity factor. Even. None. Very good. So does one's stock- I guarantee you this, he's not beating Roman Reigns. So <laughs> Not so fast. Um, Ain't going to happen. Could be an interpromotional gimmick. Um, does one stock price drop when Vince McMahon throws you out of a locker room? Like any, any power play that he was trying to show up there um, and have Tony Khan see, um, does this blow up in his face? I don't think as much as Tucker Carlson leaving and your fucking stock dropping three points. <laughs> All right. The quote I, I have here from, or what's the source? Um, let me know the source of this as I read it. Vince somebody, somebody call Eric. I'm sure him and Meltzer spoke today. <laughs> this is from, okay, Mike Johnson. This is Mike, uh, PW Insider. Vince McMahon reportedly asked Punk to leave the arena, possibly because he's still in contract with AEW. Punk left without incident, according to sources. Wrestlers within WWE saw Punk's appearance as a publicity stunt to drum up excitement. Okay, that's exactly what I thought. For his AEW return, meanwhile, sources within ACW, uh, AEW excuse me, were apparently in disbelief over the news. Really in disbelief that Punk showed up in Chicago at WWE show. Disbelief. So when you sent me what you you sent me something like did you hear about punk or what did you what did you say yeah, it me? was it was Monday night and I said have you heard anything about punk showing up and you were you said tonight and I said yeah apparently it just happened and you got so I out. thought you meant at something that AEW was doing oh I didn't even know till the next day that it was actually you were talking about at the WWE. No, I thought I, I, I mightn't have said Raw. I might have said TV. Showed up at you TV. Did, you said TV, but um, I was like, do they, do they even does the other other squad do TV on Mondays? And no, they don't. But Vince, um, now if Vince had to handle something like this, knowing him as you do, and for the record, it is noted that you don't give a fuck. But knowing Vince in the past. Is this something Vince would handle himself, or does he? No. Or does he send someone down to deal with? Tell the road agents, get him the fuck out of here. Good luck getting Vince out of his office on a fucking TV day. Right. It's too busy. Unless you're, unless you're fucking late bringing his fucking third fillet to him. So, Vince is in his office. Is he ever at at Gorilla or at the uh, at the monitors? Now. Well, yeah. I mean, how would you know now? I guess, but when you I don't were know. there. I mean, not till, not till, fucking, he's ready to like you know it's showtime. Mm-hmm. He gonna you know, <clears throat> occasionally I've seen him come out, uh, during the day, and if they if they're gonna rehearse something of, of major significance that he wants, um, his absolute like like absolute clarity for it to be you know. That's got to be perfect for TV or something. Well, it's got to be. He, there's a certain way that he wants it done, and he's not going to, you know, he's gonna he's gonna fucking tell the specifics. He's not mm-hmm. going to, you know. So he he's fucking he's all in there now again, huh? He's throwing people out. He's if it's true. If it's true, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I just it's like. Vince threw him out. 
Well, that's somebody saying Vince threw him out. So he, somebody was wasn't Vince walked out and grabbed him by the back of his, uh-huh. you know. I mean, so that didn't happen. So to me, it's it's somebody threw him out and Vince got the heat. Does the worker in you at all say? Vince places a phone call to Phil and says, "Listen, I'm gonna get myself over here a little bit. I want want you to show up, and I'm gonna have you thrown out. It'll be good. It'll get you in the press a little bit for AEW." It'll make sure everybody knows that I've wrested control here from my son-in-law. And don't be frightened. This isn't a bug on my lip. I'm actually uh, doing something fashion-wise. Or is that just not not in the realm of possibility? Uh, he's too busy fig- figuring out what to do with $9 billion. <laughs> I doubt good. he gives two fucks what yeah. Phil's doing in the well, parking lot. Tells me he sleeps well at night. Yeah. And it could be because he's using sleep me sleep systems. Oh. I know that's why I sleep well at night. Are you someone who needs a little extra recovery from that last workout? Like Kevin, what'd you do today, Kev? Shoulders? Looks like you did shoulders. No, today. I did. I did back today. I fucking my back's already screaming. Well, you put on that sleep me sleep system, and uh, or maybe you're just hot in general. I cannot sleep when I'm hot, so I need a either cool room. And now the solution is I've slid this mother right over to my side of the bed. The Sleep Me Sleep Systems. Okay, it's a mattress topper. It goes right over your current mattress. You don't need to buy a new mattress. It uses water's thermal powers to cool your bed to as low as 55 degrees Fahrenheit. My magic number is 60. I put it on 60 because my rolling around in the heat of my body usually get it to about 64, and that is perfect to keep me asleep all night. That means no matter how hot you get, you can sleep at your ideal temperature. Okay? They make customizable climate-controlled sleep solutions that help you improve your entire well-being. The Sleep Systems work on all bed types even adjustable ones okay and the dual temperature control goes from 55 degrees up to 115 degrees if you're a little cold at night my wife used to do that she used to put the heat on driving crazy and even if you don't like the idea of getting into a cold bed listen to this you can schedule the temperature change start the night in a cozy warm bed and then your pre-programmed sleep system schedule will automatically cool down once you're asleep okay currently sleep me offers two water-based sleep systems the dock pro and the cube both sleep systems provide mattress toppers that cool as low as 55 degrees uh the dock pro is their newest most powerful uh sleep system for the perfect sleep climate if you need better athletic recovery you're suffering from hot uncomfortable sleep you gotta check out sleep me at sleep.me slash kevin that's sleep.me slash k-e-v-i-n plus as a listener of this podcast you can save up to 20% on a sleep system if you use that promo code Kevin. This really is a game changer. You need to check it out at sleep.me slash Kevin. Save up to 20% using the promo code Kevin. So you said you set yours at 60. I set mine at 60 because usually with my body, it raises to about 64. And that's I, the sweet spot. I would freeze to death at 60. Really? Oh, yeah. I love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. The, As I've gotten older, man, I get, I don't know. I just, man, cold is not my friend. Cold is not your friend. Yeah, well, I, I need to sleep cold. I don't generally want to be cold, but in my, I need to be cool when I sleep. And, we had, uh, we had, we had a, one of the air conditioners. We have got two handlers in our house, and one of them went down uh, yesterday. So last night it was 
in the room, in T's room where I was sleeping, which is always the hottest room anyway. Um, it was like 72 when I went to bed. Mm-hmm. And we don't have the, the cooling system is not in that room. You know, so the, the, the sleep me was was nowhere to be found. The sleep me is is in the is in, in Mama's room. Okay, so um, it was uh, I, I wasn't uncomfortable. Like I didn't, you know, seventy two was okay for you in the. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I sleep nude anyway, so it's like that's one of the things that. I think if the, a lot of people that don't sleep nude and they they're like God, I, I can't ever sleep. I'm so fucking hot. I'm thinking, well, you're you're fucking you're you're not on. You got to get naked, man. Yeah, I need something. I a t-shirt and underwear. I got. I can't go the full Monty like that. Yeah, fuck, I man. Can't. That's that's. I can't wait to leave a tar stain in a hotel bed. Like. <laughs> well, everyone, go check out Sleep Me at Sleep dot Me slash Kevin. And um, it is time for Ask Nash. Hashtag Ask Nash is how you can get to Mr. Nash. Or if you're in Birmingham, you'll have him this weekend. Well, actually, Manchester. I'm in Manchester. Manchester, excuse me. But it will have passed anyway because this will be airing Monday. And don't forget also the big news this week to go to clickthistv.com and become part of our membership. The free membership gets you this show uh, a full three days early. You're going to get a Friday night instead of Monday morning, okay? And uh, if you want to go deeper, that $9.99 a month gets you a whole ton of stuff. The early show, the commercial-free show, um, exclusive videos, uh, the exclusive Nash and Friends watch along every month, Nash and guests. I'll be there, too. You know, if my mom's listening, you know, I'll be there, too. Um, and uh, that and a whole lot more, okay? So go to clickthistv.com. All right, hashtag Ask Nash. Please come. I've been saying, stick it right in his face. Uh, Mark Caps, did you ever get to experience the Olympia in Detroit, a.k.a. the Big Red Barn? Yes. The hell is he talking about? Is this an arena, a venue? Yeah, that's where, the, that's where the Red Wings play. That's where, it, that's where re, like, wrestling came there before it came to Kobo. Like, that was the old, you know. So Okay, so that's I, I, where, I, I, that's cool. where, when I watched Red Wings games, it was at the Olympia? Yeah, back in like well, no, not you wouldn't have. Oh, oh, okay, right. I I saw it at the at the at the Kobo. I would assume or the no. Joe. Where did they play? God, when did they, how many I'm fucking arenas to, did you guys have? I'm trying to think of when they left the Olympia. When I was a kid, I went. I, I my first several hockey games were at the Olympia. It was fucking streaming. Like you sat. Like, like on top of the ice, man. It was crazy. Complete with the squid and the whole nine there. Did that originate in Detroit, the squid? Octopus. Octopus? How's yeah. this seen a squid and an octopus? I know there must be one. There's two. Different species? Yes, yes thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm attacked by one, now I'll know what's killing me. Thanks to that. Yeah, I know what's going when on. When was the last game played at the Olympia in Detroit? I oh, see you were looking it up. I give you credit. I automatically think it's piss when you're in that position right there. Uh, on December 15th, 1979, 
Three okay. days after their first event held at Jill Lewis, the Red Wings played their final home game at Olympia. So 79, so it was two years after. Yeah, I was, I was watching, but I wouldn't have been aware of where they were probably, uh, given I was seven. Um, Amari Mahmoud says, asks, uh, always wondered if you was not leaving for WCW at WrestleMania 12, was there any chance you could have gone over on Taker? The streak wasn't really a thing then, and in the buildup, you were strong, and it was very believable that you could have beaten Taker. What would have happened? I don't know. If I wouldn't have left, I don't know. Would have fucked up the streak, that's for sure. But so you don't know if you were poised to go over before you? Said no, because you were by, by the time we, you know, I had just done. I, I just, you know, did a favor to to get the the, the belt to make sure mm-hmm. Sean had it. So it wasn't like I, I needed another loss. David Van Bogelen, a.k.a. the Click This Podcast's favorite. Hey, David, clickthistv.com. Okay, come on over. We need you in your crew. Kevin, rank the following NBA centers from one to five. This will be fun. One being best. Okay? I'm going to throw the names out. Hakeem, Patrick Ewing, Bill Russell, David Robinson, Dikembe Mutombo. Wow. Okay, that was Hakeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing. Bill Russell won. Bill Russell won, okay. Then David Robinson and Dikembe Mutombo. I'll go Hakeem two. Absolutely, Hakeem two. Ewing three. Mm, over, over Mutombo. Yeah. Okay. Ewing, Ewing was more was it was better offensively, and then I would. I mean, it's kind of hard because Matumbo didn't have anybody to play with with him, and, and Robinson had Tim Duncan. So right, you know. But but David Robinson, man, he's he's he scored he's he scored fifty I think once or twice. I mean, he was the admiral could. Could definitely, he was a good ball player. But so he gave more guys, offense than defense, right? Can, is it safe to say this for uh, for David Robinson? He was, he was. I think he was very underrated. I think that they, I think that that system and everything else just it 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 just doesn't make anybody stand out. You don't go to to to, to play for the Spurs to, you know, the last guy that that. Wore a Spurs uniform that you say fucking yeah, that that really was was probably the Iceman. I, I I would think the rest is I mean, Duncan was a great player. You know, Parker was a great player. Ginobili was a great player, but they all were great players within a, in that in pop system. Mm-hmm. If anybody's the star there, it's Pop. Okay. All right. So that so that for on your list, then that would put. Uh... I want to put Robinson. Matumbo last. Yeah, I put Matumbo last. Okay. He was offensively so limited. That is true. But he was a pre- he was just such a presence out there. Big motherfucker. Uh, Phil Thompson, did you ever meet the original Sheik? Yes. Were you uh now you would have you would have gotten on your television uh the Sheik's product. Yes. 
Big Time Wrestling. That was what I, I watched growing up. And, of course, uh, Sean Waltman's favorite wrestler, <laughs> Pompero Furpo. Uh, Mine was Moose Chodlak. <laughs> you know, any Moose Chodlak reference that you can whip out over the next few weeks. would You be, know, it's just one of those things that, that, that that's what people say. Ah, oh, man, you, you know, he's not a good worker. Fuck that, man. I didn't give a fuck. I just thought he was, he was a big old dude that carried a moose head. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. Was that, I saw a video, was that him who couldn't get in the ring? I don't think that was him. Somebody couldn't get the gimmick through the ropes one time. That might have been Minotaur. Uh, you know what? It might have been, now that you mention it, yeah. Have you ever Min- seen the fucking, like, they, they brought Minotaur in. He was the nicest guy on earth. And Who was Mantar again? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I can't remember who it was. Go ahead, talk, I'll look it up. But anyway, so he, he takes that fucking, you know, the the helmet off the, the mask whatever the fuck you want to call that mm-hmm. takes his giant furry shock master dome off and he's standing there in front of scott and scott just fucking he hit him with an open hand about as hard as you could hit a person on tv i fucking had to hold my dickhead in the back at the monitor i thought i was gonna piss myself i said god damn man like Mm. Mike Halleck was his name. It's not who yeah. I thought it was. Oh, uh, David uh, Falgicon, with recent videos surfacing of KO and Alexa Bliss at airports signing a stack of Funko Pop boxes, what is your opinion on fans who do this camp out for wrestlers? Personally, I don't feel entitled to anyone's time, but maybe you on the other side have more perspective. There's got to be a line with that you have to draw with people with merch, right? Yeah. And it's a kind of a case by case basis. Uh, I won't do it for I won't do it for an adult. I, I know how much those things go for, so I mean, and I'll sign my. You know, even if you sign your, it used to be you could sign your name on it, but with a with a uh, a paint pen. They got shit that they can just wipe your that right off it. Oh, you mean if you personalize it to the yeah. to the person? So oh, right. to me, it's it's like if you have, if you if you're carrying a Funko, I ain't signing it. So don't don't carry a Funko. What about to a uh, to a signing? They can obviously right to a yeah. table. There's, 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 you'll see a price list in front of me. Okay. I'm by by a, type I'm, of item picture. The only, the only reason the only reason I'm at the airport. Is because I'm going to assign to sign something. <laughs> so, your chances of getting something for free being the reason that I'm leaving my fucking house in the first place is about as uh, a good a chance as fucking Punk being the 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 main event on on Raw Monday when he showed up in the parking lot. Uh, Justin. What are your memories of working with Big Boss Man Ray Trailer? I didn't work with him that much. Um, he was light as fuck, you know. He was an old school, just yeah. But he was very athletic. He could fucking move for a big dude, right? He just lay, he's a laid back country boy, man. He's a good mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, everyone said he was he was good. Something I never got though when I would watch it when he was doing the Boss Man thing. 
actually before that too, because when he was doing that the that bodyguard thing, he was always wrestling in clothing. He never got to wear anything. That fucking boss man shirt looks like it was ready to bust out of. That thing must have been completely uncomfortable to contort yourself in. And then a belt with pants, like proper slacks they look like. They probably had gear. And I, but... and I say the exact same thing to you when you go to bed. I, that's how I dress. I'm actually that dressed. And, and I wear the sunglasses that he wore with the big Bubba gimmick <laughs> and a hat. And then Briscoe comes in, and and I f it, f it. <laughs> I was, he, uh, what was his quote again? A grunty quality about him. You know, we're watching that before we go off again. We'll sign off with that. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, Deuce Pritchard. Uh, Scott Hall was noticeably absent during the Arn Anderson My Spot segment on Nitro. I'm curious, was there a specific reason? I did just rewatch this for a project I'm working on, that Horseman parody, and he's right. Scott wasn't there. Was Scott not fired over that incident? And, or was that maybe when Scott was hurt? Like I, I found out they were going to fire Scott over a situation. because no, this would have been... I think that Horseman thing was the... Scott wasn't in the... In the uh, no, it was you, uh, Bag- Conan, Bagwell, Bagwell and, and, and Pop. Kid. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't even. He wasn't in the. He wasn't in the war games. No, I don't know if he was on the card that night or anything, but he wasn't. Uh, no. He wasn't there in the, in the thing. So you don't remember. I just know. Yeah, we would. He definitely would have been there had, had he been there. He didn't have any moral aversion <laughs> to making fun of members of the Four Horsemen. This wasn't something you requested not to do. Like, no. Okay. Derek Harris. Hey, Big Kev. Big listener and fan of yours for a long time. Can you tell me what Cody Hall is up to nowadays in his wrestling career? And do you think he would want a shot at WWE or AEW down the line? Scott was always one of my favorites. Cody's just uh, like just living life right now. Just you know, trying to piece everything together. He misses the wrestling business. I know that. Um, you know, he had a, a pretty bad injury over in Japan. He broke his neck, mm. and uh, so. Does he have aspirations to wrestle again? I don't know. You know, I just I, I think that I think he's soured to it. Mm-hmm. You know. You think they'd have uh, AEW WWE would have interest in him? Uh, he's getting old, you know. He's he, he's getting into that where he's like thirty three, thirty. I mean, they just he'd have to he'd have to jump on it, you know, pretty soon, mm-hmm. right? Right. Well, it's something one more time we will implore all you to do. Do it right now, damn it! Go to clickthistv.com. And sign up for free and just get your early show or become part of the 11 Soft Club for $9.99 a month. Get Kevin Nash and friends watch-alongs. Uh, you get to be in the live audience for these tapings every week. Okay, um, It's going to be quite the experience, and it's definitely going to take the click this experience to the next level. But hey, those of you listening, we're still here every week. We're still dropping every Monday. We're dropping every Monday. This is all just extra stuff. Who those of you who want to spend some extended time with Kev and I, 
And what more can I say? Other than Click This is a production of Butch and Sundance Media, produced in association with Podcast Heat, created by Tristan Nash, Kevin Nash, and Sean Oliver, producer Steve Kaufman, graphics by Dominic D'Angelo, title sequence and audio edit by Wesley Burleson, theme song by Dale Oliver, technical research by Tristan Nash, copyright 2023, Butch and Sundance Media. Kev, do you want to stick it in next week? Do you want to you come? No, I just want to come. Come, come. I wanna, I'm going to come. I'm going to come next week. Kev's going to come next week, so you better also.